Welcome to the Natural Skin Biz program, where we discuss all things, plants, people, and skin. For those of you listening for the first time, my name is Lynn. I'm an ethnobiologist, licensed esthetician, and owner of the Genesis Studio Spa in beautiful downtown Waterloo. In our first episode of the Fab Four, I introduced my favorite four essential oils that every medicine cabinet should have. They are tea tree, lavender, peppermint, and eucalyptus. Today's episode is part two of a four-part series that is exploring these incredible medicinal plants, focusing specifically on their essential oils. Our spotlight herb, lavender. Lavender is a perennial that grows in zones 4 through 11, meaning it can tolerate cooler regions up into warmer climates, but not all species can tolerate excessive humidity. You can learn more about the USDA plant hardiness zone map by doing a search for it online. We'll talk more about the plant maps and other helpful resources in later episodes. The native range for lavender extends across the Canary Islands, North and East Africa, South Europe, and the Mediterranean, Arabia, and India. The genus is Lavendula, with approximately 47 species. The family is Lamacia. That's the same as mint, catnip, and many other well-known plants. The most common species of lavender used for oils are Angustifolia, Latifolia, Stoicus, and Intermedia, which kind of sounds like an Italian menu, no? The most common names that you and I know them as are English Lavender, French Lavender, Lavendin, Spanish Lavender, High Altitude Lavender, Himalayan Lavender, Lavender Millet, Population Lavender, Lavender Fine, Spike Lavender, Lavendin Grosso, Lavendin Super, Lavendin Abriel, and Bulgarian Lavender. True Lavender, which is Lavendula agnostifolia, is the best variety to use for healing and aromatherapy, as the hybrid oils are much higher in camphor and are more stimulating than calming. As of 2018, Bulgaria is the world's number one producer of lavender for high-quality essential oils, having overtaken France in both cultivation and essential oil output. And now for a little history. The word lavender comes from the Latin root lavar, which means literally to wash. Ancient Romans used lavender in their famous baths as a perfume. People knew you were clean because you smelled of it afterwards. The earliest known records of lavender come from over 2,500 years ago. Evidence of lavender use can be found in ancient Egyptian mummification and early Roman public bathhouses. Okay, time for a little true or false quiz. The biblical meaning of lavender symbolizes purity, devotion, and love. That's why lavender is referenced more than 100 times in the Bible by the name of nard or spike nard by the Hebrews. The Hebrew meaning of lavender is the flower that was used as an offering in the Jerusalem temple. That is false. What is true is that spike nard, Nardostatis germansi, is a flowering plant of the valerian family that grows in the Himalayas in Nepal, China, and India. Why the confusion? The ancient Greeks referred to lavender as nard. Okay, last one. True or false? When they opened the tomb of King Tut in 1923, the fragrance of lavender filled the air. That's true. Archaeologists who opened the tomb of King Tutankhamun in 1922 found vases of a fragrant oil known as coffee. After 3,300 years, traces of its aroma still could be detected. Kaifi, according to a 2009 paper on the history of cosmetics, was an Egyptian fragrance made from calamus, henna, spikenard, frankincense, myrrh, cinnamon, cypress, and terebinth, which is a pistachio resin, and other ingredients. 
There are several properties attributed to lavender, including antibacterial, antifungal, carminative, which means a smooth muscle relaxing, sedative, and antidepressive. Lavender, as an antibacterial, treats sinus and vaginal infections, including candida, and useful as an excellent treatment for laryngitis and asthma. It relieves muscle pain, headaches, insect bites, cystitis, and other inflammation. Essential oil of lavender also treats digestive disturbances, including colic, and helps to boost immunity. A 2009 article in the Indian Journal of Pharmaceutical Sciences concluded that essential oils are potential agents against both gram-negative and gram-positive bacteria. In our first episode of the Fab Four series, we talked about tea tree and how it has antifungal properties. But did you know that lavender also has antifungal properties? There's a study in the Scientifica publication that was done in 2015, and it compared the antifungal effectiveness of lavender oil. And it showed that, yes, it does have antifungal activity and that lavender can also be used as an antifungal agent. The most common use of lavender is as a sedative. And one herbal remedy that I found here goes back to folk medicine, and it's the use of herbal pillows, which are infused with the lavender, and it was used in folk medicine as a sleep aid or to minimize stressful situations. It was tested and supported in a 1991 study when mice who were injected with caffeine showed signs of calming after breathing and diffused lavender oil. Now, I'm thinking about this, and I don't know, when I drink my cup of coffee, I don't want to have a drop of lavender oil afterwards to calm me down. So I would say, let's stick with the coffee in the morning, and then if you're a little too caffeinated, well, there you go. You can try some lavender, and that should bring you right down. If it works for the mice, it should work for us too. And in a 1999 study, it showed that lavender oil also inhibited immediate-type allergic reactions in lab tests with mice and rats. So lavender can also be used as antihistamine. You know, there's a lot of testing here with lavender and mice. I don't know. And especially during the 1990s, what was going on? When I was researching lavender, I found this very interesting. There is growing evidence suggesting that lavender oil may be an effective medication in the treatment of several neurological disorders. The study says that the results demonstrated that Silexon, which is a new oral lavender oil capsule preparation, is as effective as orazepam in adults with GAD, GAD, or it actually is the uh, abbreviation for General Anxiety Disorder whatever that is. The safety of Silexan, which is the lavender oil capsule, was also demonstrated since lavender oil showed no sedative effects in the study and has no potential for drug abuse. Silexan appears to be an effective and well-tolerated alternative to the benzodiazepines for several different disorders of anxiety. Lorazepam or lorazepam, you know, tomato, tomato, that's a type of benzodiazepine. Those are a class of medications that work in the central nervous system and are used for a variety of medical conditions such as anxiety, seizures, and other conditions. 
They're also sedative hypnotics, meaning they create calming or tranquilizing effects. Because of this, these drugs are prescribed to treat anxiety, insomnia, panic, and seizure disorders, and also symptoms of alcohol withdrawal. Certain ones also can be used for uh, muscle relaxants. The most common prescription drugs are Valium, Xanax, Halcyon, and Ativan. So um, these are a very addictive form of drugs. Um, so lorazepam and other benzodiazepines have street values because some of these are traded out on the street. So again, they're very highly addictive. But the liquid form of the lavender oil shows it is non-addictive. So once again, going with the natural, it's going to work better for your system. You don't have those side effects. So it's something to look into. As far as wound healing, there's a 2016 study to assess the effectiveness of lavender oil versus providine iodine on the healing of episiotomy wounds among postnatal mothers. The conclusion? Lavender oil is as effective as providine iodine in healing of episiotomy wounds. So there you go. How do we use it? The most common way to use lavender oil is by inhaling it through an essential oil diffuser, but you can also use it topically and orally. Lavender can be added to foods such as baked goods, tea, and coffee, and many of you may enjoy lavender in your um, favorite drinks. I know a lot of places do lavender oil in their coffee, and there's something called a London Fog that I tried one time, and that's where they add lavender oil. Uh, vanilla and it's kind of a, a tea mixed with milk. It's it's really different and I am not a vanilla person and I thought, ew, do I really want lavender in my drink? But it was delicious. So if you haven't tried to have lavender added as a flavoring, you should give it a try. It really tastes not too bad. Agonist folia is one of the few essential oils that is sold in the United States as an over-the-counter oral capsule. You know, as with other supplements, you can find OTCs, but you should use it only as directed. And remember, not all lavenders are equally safe to use orally. So make sure you know where you're buying it. Find out about the company, the level, the quality. And as a note, there is no such thing as therapeutic grade. This is a marketing term because in order for it to be in any graded uh, category, you can't claim that something is a grade, like therapeutic grade, unless it's passed for the FDA. I looked into that and so when you hear someone say, is that a therapeutic grade or don't take it because it's not a therapeutic grade, there is no such thing. If it were, the FDA would say so and I've looked into it, so no. That's a marketing term, don't be fooled. Just make sure that the grade of lavender oil you are getting is of high quality and therefore safe enough to use internally. Well, now that I probably scared you away from trying any essential oils internally, no, just kidding, as with any essential oil, check the integrity of the company. Check its relationship with the farmers who produce and harvest the plants, or even if they have a direct relationship with the farmers. There are many quality essential oil companies that do. The ones that I buy from, um, they are wonderful. They have a direct relationship with the farmers worldwide. Um, some will say, well, it's great because we get it only right here and we grow it right here in the United States. Well, 
not every species grows best in the United States. You want to find out the best conditions because every plant has specific needs, whether it's a soil, how much sunlight, humidity, all those things. So again, find out, do your homework and check into the company. And there's a lot of ways you can do that online. You can also check with health food stores, your, your trusted chiropractor, spa, a studio spa and salons to promote natural treatments and services. Again, do your homework. And remember, aromatherapy oils are not the same as essential oils. Be sure on this one in particular to check the label because lavender is one that can be diffused. A lot of people like the smell of lavender. So when you look at the bottle, make sure it does not say for aromatherapy use. Make sure it is only for an essential oil purpose. And it should say on there, lavender essential oil. So check that label carefully. And remember, take caution with over-the-counter brands from big box stores, pharmacies and grocery stores. It might be cheaper on the budget, but that's probably because it's so adulterated with synthetics or watered down that you're really not getting lavender oil. It's probably just maybe just a fraction of lavender oil and who knows what there. So make sure again that you're reading the label, doing your homework and uh, my advice is I would stay away from the big box stores. Spending a little bit more money for a quality oil is worth it. Hey, thanks again for joining the program. Join me next time for part three of the Fab Four as we learn about peppermint. Today's end quote comes from one of my favorite English broadcasters, authors, biologists, and natural historian, the well-known and my all-time favorite, Sir David Attenborough. And his quote says, It seems to me that the natural world is the greatest source of excitement the greatest source of visual beauty, the greatest source of intellectual interest. It is the greatest source of so much in life that makes life worth living. Hey, take care. We'll catch you next time.